podcast presented by FanDuel. Week nine is upon us, everybody. Uh, I am your host, Jerry Ferrara. I am not alone, thankfully. I'm joined by Jennifer Piacenti. Jen, how are you today? I'm pretty good. How are you, Jerry? I'm good. Um, You know, I'm still pretty pissed off about the Tyler Lockett thing. I'm still really upset about it. I won my week in in that league. (laughs) this Sunday and I'm like third in points and I'm still sitting in like eighth place out of 12. If I would have won that Tyler Lockett game where I had a 46 point lead and lost to one player, I'd be like the three seed right now. So I'm still in the hunt, but I'm just, I'm really annoyed at it still. Yeah. Sometimes things like that will really, yeah. Stick in your craw. That yeah, was, is that a cool thing to say? Stick in your craw. Stick in your craw. Why uh, not? It, yeah. It's just stuck in my craw. I don't know. I it's <laughs> gonna be something I look. I I will not forget that bad beat. I think for for a long time. It's been a while, but uh, yeah, we got a lot to talk to you guys today. We did have someone advance into the week sixteen tournament of champions oh. in our waiver wire contest. Uh, I will be revealing. I think I'm gonna be revealing the mystery guest. I'm still waiting on. It should be coming in potentially any minute now on their uh trash talk uh um jesus what is it called <laughs> voice note i just had oh, a total yeah. I, I went blank for a full 30 <laughs> seconds uh but yeah i think that is now five people in the week 16 so keep playing get your lineups in there may only be 10 people competing for a, a pretty a pretty good stack so yeah i mean at this point five dollar injury how are you not playing this game I mean, I've, a lot of people I know are winning in this every week. So, and last week I had people that couldn't get in messaging me and being like, Hey, I tried to get in. Is it full? Yeah, it's full. So you guys get in and play with us because if you do make it to the tournament of champions, you're not going to have a lot more people to beat. Does your dad compete in the waiver wire he contest? He does. He does. Okay. Yeah. How would you feel if your father, I mean, I think I know the answer, but how would you feel deep down? If your father won this week, I know you'd be happy, but deep down, I would, like, I would be proud. Proud. Okay. I would because he's never played fantasy football at all until this year. And he never played DFS until the very first time he entered our contest. And so I would feel like he had learned, like we had, he listened, he listens to our podcasts and he pays attention. And I, I feel like he would have learned and that's how he would. So I feel really, really proud. Has he commented on any of my like uh, trash talk about that Zeke Elliott trade? Have you and have you and him discussed that any further? We have. How's he feel? Yeah, I, well, he's a little frustrated with it, all of his running backs, but he's not. And of course, he's like, man, watching Devontae Adams put up points, and and now we know that we're rolling another week without Andy Dalton, which is frustrating. Um, but also, Miles Gaskins out for three weeks with a knee injury, so it just it is what it is. I mean. It is getting depressing watching Zeke. I will admit it is. And tonight, I'm sure, I mean, we're recording this on Thursday night, uh, right before the game. I'm sure that Devontae Adams is about to go off because there's really, this game is like, what is this game? Who are they even playing with in this game? Why are they even playing this game? Is it like the JV squad? Are you like finding your cousin to go play running back for, you know, the 
actually, I guess Aaron Jones is playing tonight. We think, we hope. Oh, um, is that? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Was, I was wondering about that. So yeah. maybe we see our good buddy, Aaron Jones. Yeah. He's supposed to be playing. The question is, how much is he playing? You know, is it, are they just going to put him in for a few goal line carries? We're going to find out. I went ahead and rolled him out in my lineups. I mean, are we, are we benching Zeke Elliott on this podcast? No, not yet. Not um, yet. I think that this is this is a tough week versus Pittsburgh. I'm not expecting a lot in the hammy issue, but after yeah. the bye week, I have a feeling things are going to be rolling again for the Cowboys. They're going to be getting some of their O line back. Andy Dalton actually is a competent quarterback. We we kind of need more threats. He is. He's a competent um, quarterback. He's not the fourth stringer. He was not looking good in his. For he came well, in on, against the Giants and made some things happen. But then when it was his job after the awful Dak injury, he ah, he kind of looked like the old, like, oh, the, the Bengals Dalton who goes like seven and nine and doesn't get in the playoffs. But, but the last week, I don't know if you watched much of the Dallas game, but the defense actually stepped it up a lot and they've gotten a little better. So if we can get all those things back again, a little better defense, a healthier O-line, Andy Dalton instead of Danooch. <laughs> then there's definitely a path for Zeke to be more productive. Um, I mean, the biggest concern is just that, like, he mentally is not there anymore to me. It's not – it's really just, like, it, has he mentally checked out and has the team mentally checked out? But last week it looked like they were a little more checked in. Um, so I'm kind of – I'm hoping um, – but I'm also realistic, so I'm, I'm a little frustrated with Zeke. I'm not going to lie. It's so tough. It's so tough because I'm, I'm, I'm listening to – my beloved co-host and I'm trying to figure out like, is this the fantasy football Jen who's talking to me? Or is this like also the, the cowboy fan cowboy who's still fan. holding out hope because that division is so awful that, Hey, we went two in a row. We're right back in the thick of things. Yeah, no, I don't think we're going to be winners. Like I'm not, I don't, it's more about like, I think that I'm hopeful that people like CD lamb aren't now trash in your lineups. You know, there are such good players on this Dallas offense and you all drafted them with really good information. You made smart drafting choices when you drafted Amari Cooper, when you drafted Ezekiel Elliott. And I really hope that you we will at least get some good games so that you can see some of that for your fantasy production. I'm not starting any of them in DFS, obviously, where I have, you know, real money on the line. I'll tell you what, uh, in, our, in our Gotham auction league, which mm-hmm. I think I paid either $72 or $82 for Zeke Elliott. And I'm fine. I'm what? I think I'm five and three, second in points only to you. But I lost the game last week by seven points. And I'm looking at my roster. Brady mm-hmm. was fine. Wasn't great, but got you 20, mm-hmm. like what you're supposed to. Evans, fine. Whatever, 12, 13 points. Diggs, good game. Keenan Allen, good game. Kelsey, monster game. Defense performed. Everyone performed except for Zeke with his seven points or whatever it was like, I couldn't even get seven more points out of you, Zeke, like one touchdown. And I basically win. So I'm no longer afraid of you in week 10. Now that you have to face me without Zeke. That was like my initial fear four (laughs) weeks ago when I knew I had to play you week 10 with him on by now. I'm kind of like, you know what? I'm excited to throw Burkhead or Gallman in the lineup against you and see what, and see what shakes up. All right. I'm excited for you to do that too. Let's go. Goldman outscored Zeke last week, Jen. It happened. It happened. I'm sorry. It's a mess. The whole NFC. It can't happen. It's a mess. I think you need to 
be realistic about Wayne Gallman being a, a consistent. Well, starter. Devonta Freeman is questionable and might be coming yeah. back. If there's no Freeman, yeah. I just like the amount of touches that Gallman will get. I mean, Deion Lewis will still touch the ball enough, mm -hmm. but I, I'm a I'm a Gallman fan. I like the way he looked for the last two weeks, and I'm glad that I picked him up in every single league. Uh, I do have a big decision I wanted to ask you about. Safe to, and we briefly touched upon it in our Sunday night show. Safe to start Zach Moss? Flex, obviously, not number two running back. I don't have, I have some, a lot of people on bye. Yeah, I think it's certainly in a bye week situation. Absolutely. We've seen that that carry situation seems to be going in Moss's favor, and he's certainly going to get the goal line carries. And that's where you really rack up the points in fantasy. So I think Zach Moss is absolutely a flex starter. Yeah, and we touched on this too a little bit. I think I could finally put my Drew Brees, Herbert quarterback controversy to bed, right? It's it's Herbert all the way. Uh, yeah, it probably is. I'm still, I would still go week to week a little bit, but it seems like it's Herbert. It's just hard to ever go against Drew Brees. He's such an accurate football player, but without Michael Thomas, it changes things a little bit, obviously. Justin Herbert's just exciting. He's so exciting. He makes plays with his legs. He makes plays through the air. He's just not a winning quarterback yet like uh, Drew Brees. I know. Look, I could say the same thing about my boy Danny Dimes. Uh, Giants could easily have four wins on the season. And yeah, there has been no close to that team. You put a lot of it on Danny Dimes. You put a little bit of it on Evan Ingram for one game. Uh, and I look at Justin Herbert, and I, I do wonder – how much of those losses are 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 on him? I mean, there there was the two right. interceptions last week. He threw some interceptions right. in college too. The interceptions are a thing, so you put it a little bit on him. But yeah, I just don't know. I think that Charger that's the best two win team I've I've seen in a long time, and they might be too far behind now to fully catch up. But yeah, fantasy wise, he is excited. He's a, he has that thing that Mahomes has, especially early on that we saw. It's that big play out of nowhere when you're like watching and nothing's really happening and boom, hits an 81-yard touchdown on a rope. So I think I'm going with him this week. Drew Brees versus Tampa, Herbert versus Vegas. I mean, I, I think uh, I think I kind of lean Herbert there. Yeah, I like them both this week. They're actually both, um, they're good starts, like I said, but I would definitely go Herbert there. I think Las Vegas has given up the eighth most fantasy points to opposing quarterbacks. It's a really good start. And for some reason, you know, Keenan Allen is the most targeted wide receiver so far this season. And for some reason on FanDuel, he's still pretty affordable too. I mean, we haven't gotten to the FanDuel section yet, but I was just noticing like, why is Keenan Allen not priced more? He is the number one targeted receiver this year. So he and Herbert have a great chemistry. And then it's got to be Mike Williams week, one of these weeks. Like, you, you got to put him in a GPP somewhere because he does keep taking these shots downfield. And one day, Mike Williams is going to have a big game with Justin Herbert. It's coming. Uh, that is a little preview to the FanDuel lineups. I think uh, ah. something you said in there will come back later on in the show. I just have that okay. feeling. I, I do, I guess, I, I, I didn't want, I, I was dreading this moment. Cause I, and I knew it was coming and uh -oh. there's a part of me that is very, very happy to see Christian McCaffrey coming back. The NFL uh -huh. is better with 
Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. I hope he plays. It looks like he's playing, right? Is that the early reports? Yeah, it looks like he's playing. The reports where he looked great in practice. He was cutting well, moving well. So I'm pretty sure that he's a full go on Sunday. And I- I'm glad. Deep down, I'm glad. I like to see everyone healthy. And I particularly like to see stars in the NFL and also fantasy stars healthy. You drafted Christian McCaffrey one or like that the person in our auction league who spent, you know, 80 something dollars out of the gate. Great. He's coming back. You could still salvage something. I do have to respectfully, and I will say this, one of my unsung heroes of the year, Mike Davis. Can we just like clap it up for Mike Davis? Davis. He did the damn thing. No, he did not put up Christian McCaffrey numbers. He did not. Did we think he would? No. Did he serviceably fill in and keep a lot of fantasy teams afloat. My fantasy team, where I did not have a number two running back pretty much going into the year. It was very sketchy. I was somewhere between Devin Singletary and one of the Rams trio running backs. Mike Davis came in and just held down the ship. So Mike Davis, I salute you. Thank you very much. I hope you still get some touches. I hope you keep running that rock because you did your thing and you deserve touches in the NFL. You are a good NFL running back, and you are a very good fantasy running back. Mike Davis, thank you, sir. Mike Davis, props to you. Absolutely. Mike Davis saved a lot of people's seasons, I think. I'm sad. It was just like auto start. If you would have told me at the beginning of the year, hey, you're going to have a player by the name of Mike Davis on your team, and he's going to be auto start. You're not even going to have to touch that slot. I did not touch the slot from the moment he got named the starter after C-Mac went down. So I'm yeah. sad. I'm looking already at his predicted points. And it's like, he, <laughs> he was always 12, 14, 11. That's yeah. three. His predicted points is three. I have Christian McCaffrey coming back in one league and I need him. So I'm kind of hoping that Christian McCaffrey has a great Sunday. So I guess it's both sides of this, the Mike Davis owners. And if you happen to be the person that had both, Congrats to you. You you played that well. But you do got to say, we're not saying drop Mike Davis. Christian no. McCaffrey, oh my gosh. It, you so know. So that's, really that's a really good point. Yeah. Do not drop Mike Davis. Do not drop, you know, Latavius Murray. Do not drop Alexander Madison. Do not drop them. Do whatever you can not drop them. Because as we've seen, those people can step in and win you your league at any time. And when you have a running back that's that important, and Christian McCaffrey's coming back from an injury. He could be limited. He could get re-injured. We saw this happen to Jimmy Garoppolo, right? He came back, he played a couple games, and then he re-injured again. You must keep Mike Davis. Protect Mike Davis at all costs. He is <laughs> my fantasy MVP. Uh, did you see anything on the waiver wire this week? Not the waiver wired podcast. On the waiver wire, did you see anything that excited you a player that you're like ah i wish i would have been able to get my get get that one or do you think anyone's going to be starting off the wire this week in lineups um yeah i think there could be a couple people that are starting off the wire um certainly some people will um decide to start jordan wilkins because Mm. we don't know what's going on with jonathan taylor it's weird and they said after the game that his ankle was bothering him but I don't know. That could have been just an excuse. And I know we all want to believe in Jonathan Taylor. But the truth is, especially for like his price on Fandle, he has 
not performed ex- up to expectations. And so I think that some people will start Jordan Wilkins this week. I definitely think people will start Chase Edmonds if they got him off the waiver wire because Kenyon Drake is out for at least a few weeks. And that's a really exciting start this week. Um, a few others on the waiver wire, Sterling Shepard, if he was still there and you got him, he's startable. Um, KJ Hamler, if he was still out there and you got him, he's absolutely startable. Great matchup this week for Denver, Drew Locke, the whole crew. You know, maybe even taking a dart throw on Deshaun Hamilton. It wouldn't be the worst thing. Jakeem Grant for Miami. Um, and even, again, in deeper leagues, um, if you're stashing Troy Main Pope, you know, we saw Justin Jackson absolutely take charge of that backfield. 142 total yards. He's a rushing and receiving threat. And he's clearly the new Austin Eckler. But Josh Kelly, not necessarily the vault number two. And Kelly and Pope actually evenly split the snaps at 32% each. Justin Jackson saw 37%. So, you know, 95 all-purpose yards for Pope. Rushed 10 times, caught five or seven targets. He did leave the game with a concussion. But that's someone, as we've already seen, running backs come in very short supply. I would be stashing Tremaine Pope. Who Who's going to get... I mean, it's so hard to predict, but if you had to bet, who do you think is going to get the more of the touches in Miami now that Gaskins shelved for a little bit? Are we going to see Jordan Howard, 15 carries, 14 yards, three touchdowns? Yeah, probably. (laughs) And you could even see Patrick Laird, right? I mean, Matt Breida may or may not play. I'd like it to be Matt Breida. I have a lot of shares of Matt Breida. I think he's really good when he's healthy. He is so efficient and so good. It's fast. It's just a matter of if he's going to be healthy. Is yeah, he hurt? So is he still fast. banged up? He is a little banged up right now, and it's always a question mark with him. So um, if he gets in a full practice tomorrow, I'm going Brita. Um, otherwise, you got to look at Jordan Howard, Patrick Laird, and then, of course, you know they just made the trade for um, Washington. Right. So um, that will eventually be the person. Gaskin, it looks like, out for about three weeks probably with the spring. So in our auction league, I I still had, I think we get $100 uh, for dollars pickups, right? Yeah. I think I had $90 still. I have not really wow. done much on the wire. Or maybe it was like $88. I spent $11 on Jordan Wilkins. Overpay? Or mm-hmm. I just want to be sure I got him. I know that I, you know, but I looking at all. Jordan Howard went for $7. Duke Johnson yeah, went for $4. I'm actually thinking I got it. Des Bryant went for a buck. Someone <laughs> signed Des Bryant for a buck. So I'm starting to think I, I was got the a little $4 bit of a deal. Duke Johnson bidder. Um, yeah. No, I think $11. I actually bid $11 for him exactly in um, another league and got him. I think it was Scott Fishbowl. Because at this point, if you have $90, what are you saving your money for? Yeah. You can't take it with you. Nothing. And I, I don't think I have the confidence to start him, nor do I think I... I mean, it's the Zeke Elliott. Yeah, you know what? I might need to because I have Zeke, but this is the like Devonta Freeman, Wayne Gallman, Ma- Malcolm Brown. They had that huge game from Rex Burkhead earlier in the year. And Rex Burkhead, Pats, Jets, like... This would be the week that the Pats run the score up, wouldn't you think? Like they've been just getting beat up playing the Jets. It's a division game still. You would think this would be a game where, okay, we see that the Pats are semi back and maybe, maybe they're gearing up for a bigger matchup coming up because they have a tough schedule coming up after the Jets. Yeah, um, they do. The thing about 
Rex Burkhead this week, just what you never know is Sony Michelle was now activated. So now you've got Damian Harris, James White, Rex Burkhead. I mean, to me, that's tricky. Like the 49ers backfield is just, or the Kansas city wide receivers. It's just a guess, but yeah, any one of them could go off versus the Jets. Yeah. I guess I just gotta be happy that the one week Burkhead went nuts. I, I started him and I should just he leave did. it at that, but I do have some severe running back problems going on. All right. Other names I I saw, you mentioned Laird. I saw him pop up on a lot of free agency. I mean, yeah, it really, it's getting thin. Pirine, the uh, LaMichael Pirine, a uh, couple of pickups. It's getting thin out there now. I don't think, I think winter is officially coming or is here because the waiver wire does not look friendly. I even see a Drew Locke pickup. Never thought I'd see that. Yeah, well... Drew Locke, great game last week. And I think we all thought Drew Locke would be really good. And he finally has all his weapons healthy. So I don't mind it all. You know, Atlanta giving up the second most points to the quarterback position, the fourth most to wide receivers, the most to tight ends. And that's who he's facing this week. I don't mind it if it's somebody that has a bye week quarterback. I think Drew Locke is a strong start for this week. The question will be, will he really keep rolling with this? Or was that a bit of a fluke? Um, it was such a fun game to see him come back. He threw for all three of the touchdowns in the second half of the game and about 250 yards, I believe. We knew Drew Locke had this ability. We just haven't seen it because he's been injured and everyone's been injured around him. You know, no Cortland Sun. But, you know, I don't mind the Drew Locke pickup. I think that's fine for streaming. I did get an offensive trade offer of the week from the same person who's been offering me trades. <laughs> Uh, tell me what you think of this. Ah, well, it's actually not that bad when you think about it. Uh, Clyde Edward, uh-huh. Mike Evans, uh-huh. for Jacobs, Cup, and Henderson. And he said he'd throw in Le'Veon Bell. So I'd be getting Clyde Edwards and Bell, basically the Chiefs backfield, which they don't even necessarily okay. need sometimes. And Mike okay. Evans for Jacobs, Cooper Cup and Henderson. Yeah, it's not that bad of an offer, but I wouldn't do it. It still kind of feels three for two, right? Like I'm getting, I'm mm-hmm. getting the total Chiefs backfield. Mm-hmm. Plus and, Mike Evans, who's now competing with Antonio Brown. But Jacobs is questionable. He popped up questionable. Yeah, he pops up questionable a lot, and then he almost always ends up playing. He's kind of uh, tough like Chris Carson where he'll play through stuff. So I think what Jacobs do you predict? What do you think is Scotty Mitchell, J- Scotty Miller? I say Scotty Mitchell. Do you know who Scotty Mitchell is? Scott Mitchell. Are you too young? You're probably too young. Scott Mitchell was a lefty quarterback who I believe came in. He either came in for the Lions and then in, in, in a backup role and had like one or two monster games and then got signed to a monster contract and did not live up to, or that happened with the Dolphins and then the Lions signed him one way or another. So I keep saying Scotty Mitchell. I'm sorry, Scotty Miller. <laughs> Are we saying farewell to Scotty Miller now that AB's in town? Uh, yeah, for the most part. I think it's going to be a, a streamable situation with injuries. Then you'll occasionally maybe use Scotty Miller. But Scotty Miller was really only relevant if or when one of Chris Godwin or Mike Evans was out, you know? I am interested though, if, if say, and I hope he's not, but say Godwin's out, right? Mm -hmm. Which is possible because, uh, he's got a splint on his finger. (laughs) Right. 
I, where where does AB go? Where does Scotty Miller go? Because AB and Scotty Miller kind of play at the same position, right? They kind of right. run the same route tree, you would maybe say. Right. But do you put AB in the Godwin role? That's, I mean, I kind of so, want to see no, it. So, no, you're saying what Bruce Arian said is maybe he'll get a few snaps. Maybe he'll get a lot. We'll just see how he does. I think they're going to He's playing a Antonio lot. Brown. I, that's crazy yeah. talk. I don't like that kind of talk. First of all, you know AB is going to be in shape, right? Say whatever you want about the guy. Like, fine. Yeah. You know he's going to he be, in, be shape. in shape. You know he's probably yeah. been catching 3,000 balls a day. I'm right. like, I'd be shocked if he came in not ready. You could say, oh, does he get ready? Does he know the playbook? Blah, blah, blah. Like, I think him and Brady could figure that out. If he's healthy and fully in shape, they're, they're only going to run him out a few plays here or there. That sounds like such bullshit. It is. They're going to play him. I mean, what is, what is Bruce, Bruce Arians been honest with us about so far? I mean, he, first of all, he said there was no place for AB on the team back in the day. And now, and now he looks good in practice and all this. And, you know, so it's Tom Brady's team and Tom Brady's going to want Antonio Brown on the field. If Prince Godwin can't go, you know, he's going to want Antonio Brown, but he's going to say, no, sorry, AB. Uh, I know that you're hanging out at the pad later and we're going to get breakfast and we're having a sleepover, but I'm going to throw this ball to Scotty Miller now. I'd rather play with him. No, he invited Antonio Brown over to the playground and he wants to play with Antonio Brown. They want to play ball. Other things to note too, uh, as someone who has a, a big time share of Tom Brady, Gronk's starting to get a little frisky. That was my Monday night must have. I think mm -hmm. you you had Scotty Miller, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And wasn't a monster game by any stretch, but uh, and the Giants were again in. I mean, the Giants are in a lot of games. It's so they are. It's just so. It's just so frustrating. Like you just know they're they're now becoming. Like the Lions, like the Falcons, one of those teams that you know they're going to figure out a way to lose. But when the money was on the line, Danny Dimes made some throws. But anyway, Gronk made some plays in that game. So I, you got to say Tampa Bay has the inside track as of right now to come out yeah. of the NFC, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. I think that they do. I mean, I think everybody thinks that they do. Obviously, um, New Orleans threatening them, and that's the game. So... We'll see what happens. Would you would you start A B in fantasy if you had him and if you did, is he only a flex option at this point until you see more? It would just depend on who else I had. Um, but probably if I was patient enough to wait for A B or I put a bid on for him, I want to start him. Um, but no, I'm not starting him over like, you know, Adam Thielen or Alan Robinson or, you know, these kind of people. Um but yeah, if I when am I gonna start him over, say I don't know, I'm trying to think. Jerry Judy, yeah. Right. That is yeah. who I'm starting. In who I like this leagues. week a lot. Yeah. I do like him this week a lot, but he hasn't actually shown me anything yet. I believe his break breakout's about to happen. I think it's a great start for him this week. But Antonio Brown's been in the league ish forever. <laughs> and he's really, really, really good. As much of a you know, whatever I call we, him last we, week. We know he your is. feelings. Um, you made Twitter again. He's still a again. really, really good wide receiver. And would I put him on my team if I wanted to win a uh, championship? Yes, I would. <laughs> I would. Because I want to win. I just didn't see it coming. And I'm such a draft and stasher. You saw it with Freeman. You saw it with Alshon Jeffrey. I was the king of stashing Josh Gordon and just waiting out 
his suspensions. I, that's what I did. I would just always draft Josh Gordon with my second to last pick and just <laughs> wait it out. Yeah. And, and when he would get on the field, it was awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm still mad about the way that went down in one of my leagues I told you about. He was like, he was signed at 2 a.m. when someone had a little insider knowledge, uh, real life insider knowledge that AB was going to be signed uh, that morning. And lastly, I did get a, in our auction league, I got a weird trade. You know, I got Brady. I have Tannehill hanging out on the bench as my backup. No problems uh -huh. there. Got like a, a Heinz for Tannehill offer. I'm like, are you really that stuck for quarterback? And then I looked on the wire and quarterback in that league because it's 14 team. You're really mm -hmm. looking at like Darnold, Daniel Jones, Jimmy yeah. G, Tua. So I'm like, oh yeah, this this dude is stuck. Yeah. I'm not doing it because like I Who got do you the offer from. I don't want to reveal. I'll, I'll tell you off the air because okay. I don't want to blow up yeah. anybody's spot. But yeah, I didn't really. Oh, and I think there was like a Gardner Minshew throw in. Like what? He's oh. hurt. What? No. I yeah. get so offended by trades. Do you need running backs? I guess. Maybe he thinks because you I definitely need, do. No, I do need, need running backs for sure. I told you, I have Freeman, yeah. Gallman, Burkhead. This is my Boston It's Scott not an Jr. unfair offer, seeing as how you have Tom Brady. So I get where they're coming from. Who hasn't had his buy yet. That's true. And you do need, you need to make sure you I cover think that. And he's like a week 13 buy. I, I could be playing, yeah. that could be a playoff game for me, essentially. Yes. So, yes. so you yeah. need to keep Tannehill. Right, week 13, did that always happen or is that a COVID thing? I don't ever remember bye weeks being in week 13. I think Christian McCaffrey also has a bye week, week 13. So I, I don't remember that being a thing either. And I remember, yes, it's weird. I just don't ever remember that, but all right. Well, let's take a quick break. And I think we have a lot to discuss in our waiver wired contest coming back. All right, so we're gonna take a quick break. The Waiver Wire podcast is proud to be presented by FanDuel Fantasy. Week nine of the NFL is coming up and we are entering our fantasy lineups on FanDuel. If you've never played FanDuel Fantasy before, great. FanDuel's offering users the chance to play for free this NFL season. No deposit required. And this year, FanDuel is now offering daily snake drafts. Snake drafts are the simplest way to try daily fantasy. Draft live just like season-long fantasy, but with winners every game day. The best of seasonal drafting with DFS all in one. Here's how it works. Find a daily snake draft, draft your team live. Draft starts as soon as the contest fills. You and your opponents will draft six players in a six round draft with 30 seconds per pick. Unlike other FanDuel contests, there are no salary caps. Jen, why are you excited for daily snake drafts? I'm excited because they are the best part of playing fantasy, the draft. You get to do the draft all over again, and you get to win cash. Just sign up, and FanDuel will give you a free entry to a contest each week of the football season where you can win real prizes. Plus, for those folks who want to deposit, FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with our 20% deposit match. Go to FanDuel.com slash waiverwired or download the FanDuel Fantasy app to play now. FanDuel, more ways to win. All right, Jen, it's time, okay? It's week nine. I hate to say this because it's going to make me sad. I'm going to get all emotional over here. We're running out of time, Jen. No, we're more than halfway done, Jerry. More than halfway done, and and we ain't got no dubs. We got no wins. We have, like, yeah. what, one top 10 finish between the two of us? Yeah. This is our damn contest. Yeah, yeah. No. Not great. 
No, we need to step it up, okay? I know I told our listeners to step it up, but we need to step it up. No more of this like, hey, we're going to give you... We need to send in the heavy hitters, okay? Because no more of this like, I'm going to show how smart... This is what I try to do. I'm going to show how smart I am. Look at this crazy lineup no one's ever going to have that's going to come in 480th place. No, no, no. <laughs> we If we have to go good chalk, we're going to go good chalk. I think I have a lot of good chalk on my card today. How are you feeling about week nine? The over-unders are not great. I have a lot of lineup. I, unfortunately, I have a bit of a DFS addiction. Apparently, I have a lot of lineups in already, um, and I like a lot of them. Um, again, hard to figure out which one to put in the waiver wire, but I, I did decide on one. I'm feeling pretty good about it. So, yeah, you want to want to go over it? Yeah. Do, do yes. Do you do you want to lead off or shall I? Sure, I'll start. Um, yes. So I'll do my waiver wired lineup. Um, I am deciding to go this week with the Houston Texans hmm. coming off a bye, feeling well rested, like the way Deshaun Watson's been looking. But what I really like is that matchup versus Jacksonville. So juicy. I mean, with the, Jacksonville doesn't even have Gardner Minshew. So I just feel like I want to target this. Um, Obviously, the, the one tricky thing is going to be there has been COVID in Houston. They put a linebacker on the COVID list. So hopefully everything's on track for Sunday. That would be the one <laughs> flying the ointment. Um, so I started with Deshaun Watson. And I decided to stack him with Brandon Cooks instead of Will Fuller. And when I was making this lineup, I sort of thought Will Fuller was about to get traded to Green Bay. So I felt like Brandon Cooks would get elevated, but I'm still I'm still kind of liking Brandon Cooks in here because it, it allowed me to fit a lot of other people in my lineup, including Randall Cobb, who's kind of my sneaky play of the week. Since the coaching staff change, he's been more targeted. He's been more involved. Jacksonville's terrible covering the slot. So very inexpensive $5,400 Randall Cobb there. Those are my Texans. Then from the other side coming back, I've got James Robinson in there because the Houston run different defense is just terrible. So I decided to, to play James Robinson over there. And then that allowed me one Mr. Dalvin Cook, who is probably not going to get another four touchdown game. But come on, this matchup is so good. Um, Minnesota versus Detroit. I mean, he should be running all over Detroit. So I had to go back to Dalvin there. So that's my, as you said, good chalk. And I'm not playing him based on the four touchdown game from last week. I'm just playing him because he is so darn good. So then I went to Terry McLaurin, criminally undervalued still, 7,200 versus Washington. Uh, Eric Ebron versus Dallas because they stink. Allen Robinson versus Tennessee uh, for about a bazillion reasons. I'm actually going to recommend Allen Robinson is my pick of the week. I think. Wow. Him a bear. Jackson, a bear, a bear. I'm actually going to go a bear. Um, I don't know if people realize it, but Allen Robinson is actually the second most targeted wide receiver in the NFL. And last week, he didn't even practice due to concussion protocol, and he still came into the game and put up 87 yards and a touchdown on seven targets. He averages over nine and a half targets per game. That's only less than Stefan Diggs. And he's only $6,900. So 
You can also get Stefan Dix. He's in a fantastic matchup this week. But at this price, 6,900, I feel like Allen Robinson is a must. The, t- the Tennessee Titans allow the third most Vandal points to wide receivers. And they average nearly one and a half touchdowns per game to wide receivers. So since the Bears do love to pass, I think the Titans will oblige them. I got Allen Robinson, my flex. Wow. I, so many things to unpack there. Are you a little worried about Dalvin Cook being bad chalk? Not that I don't think he's going to, but what I'm getting at is the probability of him. I mean, that was a monster game. We don't see it games like that. It was a monster that. game. Yeah. Is there any fear? And what are the Lions ranked against the run? Not very good, I imagine, right? Probably Not in the good. bottom third. Let me ch- check. They are versus the run. The second, they've given up the second most now. Yeah, I just, I, I always get Green nervous. Bay, Detroit, Houston, Carolina. I always get nervous with the guy coming off the monster game, but Derrick Henry has proven that you can't have two monster games in a row. Uh, yeah. That's a good lineup. I do, I look, okay. I stared at the Texans-Jags game for a long time. That over-under mm-hmm. is 50 and a half. It's, uh, one of the higher in the higher third of over-unders, and I wanted to do it. And I still might do it in like my million, but I really I went with some guys that I play a lot in seasonal that I have not played much in FanDuel this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do like your roster a lot, and I do kind of want to copy and paste that in the million with you as just like share a lottery ticket. Yeah, it's a lottery ticket. So I guess I'm not doing the smart thing and and playing the smart cash way to go. Um, And like I said, I have six other lineups that I love for different reasons, but this is kind of the way I decided to go. I decided to go Texas. Well, I have some players I have not started yet. I feel really good about this lineup. Usually I say I'm either going to come in the top 10 or the bottom 10. I think that, I think that this is a top 10 and if not it's going to be a top 30 lineup so i'm quite proud of this one now i say that i'm probably going to come in dead last place <laughs> uh i built a lineup around a quarterback that i've not played all this year because i think this is a semi mvp showdown going in obviously you know we got Mahomes coming on strong mm-hmm. russ is running away with it i think josh allen's gonna have a little something to say about yeah. it yeah that over-under like is 55, highest over-under of the week. We know the Seahawks cannot stop anybody, although their defense looked a, ta- a tiny bit friskier at times. They're not stopping anyone. And the Buffalo defense is not necessarily as good as we thought they were at stopping opposing offenses. Josh Allen, it's a little pricey. It's 8200 I wanted to share that game, and I looked at it like he's cheaper than Russ right now. And I'm hoping he could put up identical numbers to Russ. I hope it's a duel. So I went Josh Allen, and I stacked him with a guy I've been raving about all year who I give tons of credit to, Stefan Diggs. I still think $7,600 is a tiny bit undervalued for him. I think he doesn't necessarily have, he hasn't had that take the top off of a defense game. Like in Minnesota, he would have the 180 yards, three touchdowns, and then he goes silent for two weeks. He right. has been steady Eddie this entire season. And you're right. Right. The targets are just, they're just there. Bombers. So that's the meat yeah. of my team. Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs. 
I with you agree on James Robinson. I, you know, the quarterback situation in Jacksonville is is murky. I think Robinson is the only thing you can really count on at this point with that offense. And uh, I, I thought seventy three hundred dollars. I started to say, wow, he's really come up on the Fanduel pricing. But of the running backs that are of similar price, I just thought he's clearly going to get the ball more than all of them. Here's where I reach a little bit at running back, and I'm strictly reactionary to what I saw last week. This over-under is nowhere near where I would like it to be, but it's a running back, and I think this might be a pound-the-ball situation. I know the Colts have a great defense. I like what I saw from J.K. Dobbins. Mark Ingram probably going to miss another. Now, if Mark Ingram plays, then readjust as necessary. I don't think he's playing. I, I think that, yeah, he loses some end zone carries to Gus, but I think we could see maybe like a 20 carry effort from Dobbins this week against the Colts. That's going to be a knockdown, drag down fight of a game. So James Robinson, J.K. Dobbins, Stefan Diggs. I went with my guy, Robbie. It's been a minute with Robbie. Robbie's played okay. We've still not had the breakout Robbie Anderson game. It's coming. We had the one big play, I think in week two, that he took to the house. Maybe it was week one, like a 61-yard touchdown. And ever since then, he's been six catches for 90 yards mm-hmm. the entire year, which is great. So I thought the risk-reward was good. He'll get me. He's not going to get shut out. He'll get me my 12 points, but I think he has the upside chance of putting up 30 this week. I like the matchup with KC. Obviously, KC's the better team. That over-under is 52.5. Most of that might come from the Chiefs, for all we know. But I got our boy, Robbie. And then the guy you talked about earlier, I stared at him, $7,500. His numbers are monstrous. Keenan Allen. So between Diggs, Anderson, Allen, I think I have three of the most targeted wide receivers that are going to be going out on the field this Sunday. So I'm calling in all the big guns, okay? And I think $7,500, a lot of value, and I love the matchup against the the Raiders. I I love the Raiders matchup. Raiders, it's it's on Love. both sides. Um, yep. Tight end. Th- I I am I am reunited. I've gotten back together with someone. We broke up for a while. It's been we haven't spoken. I blocked him on my phone. I'm not taking any texts. We're not nothing. No contact. Stop following him on Instagram. We're back together. My love affair with Noah Fant is back. The Phantom <laughs> is back. Drew Locke is a like sort of legit quarterback. I ain't saying he's yeah. going to the playoffs. He's a yeah. fa- he's becoming a fantasy yeah. threat. And I think if healthy, and it seems that Noah Fant's healthy, I think we get back to those first three weeks of a love affair we all had with Noah Fant, Jen. At uh, $5,800, why the heck not? I went chalk on defense with Pittsburgh right now against Dallas. I mean, that seems like it's going to be a bad, bad matchup for your Cowboys, but I still have to do a little more analyzing. I like to check the weather reports, so I have to do a few more things before I hone in on my defense. And then flex, this is the the thing I'm most unsure about because we talk all the time about defenses that we don't expect are always the ones that put up the big points. Last week, it was the Dolphins. We no longer... I think my old history still always looks when I see Miami on the card. I'm like, oh, that's a good matchup. I have Christian Kirk in there for 5,900. Mm. And I'm hoping, the Dolphins got a really good defense. I like it. But I'm hoping they target DeAndre Hopkins, which would be the smart thing to do. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. And Kyler Murray, not saying he's full-on MVP candidate, not saying that, but he's 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 creeping. He's breaking. He's broken into the top five, I think, for sure. Yeah, definitely. So again, not a great over under in that game. Christian Kirk has been on fire the last three weeks. I was been hoping it would have started a little earlier for him. And uh, I'm on Kirk right now. I can't promise you guys listening. I'm going to remain on him, but I'm on him right now for 5,900 at my flex. I needed a big, a big play threat in this lineup. And that's my lineup, Jen. And I'm planning on making some motherfucking waves in the waiver wide podcast. You Sorry for cursing. Definitely could. You definitely could. I love Stefan Dix this week. And I think I already said that. And I actually like think a good sleeper pick too is even Cole Beasley. Very inexpensive. Um, again, there should be a lot of points in that game. Seattle's secondary just stinks. So Cole Beasley, someone to take a shot on. I have him in some lineups. I have Justin Herbert in one. I have Derek Carr in one. Um, I love that Las Vegas game as well. I have Keenan Allen in the lineup. I mean, basically, everybody I think you have in your lineup, I have in a lineup somewhere else. Cole Beasley, $5,300 on FanDuel. That might be a good Christian Kirk swap if I get a little gun-shy about Christian Kirk. Yeah, $5,300 on FanDuel. Um, Justin Jackson, also a good swap at um, for anybody that's looking for an inexpensive Running back 5,900 on FanDuel. We saw this kid put up major, major points last week. 89 yards on the ground, 53 through the air. And this week he's facing Las Vegas. Should be a favorable matchup. So that's another affordable person if you don't want to use, you know, a Dalvin Cook. Or obviously we both use James Robinson because that's a great matchup. I like it. I, uh, I We got to go for it. It's, it's time. We know in seasonal we're going to be battling down to the wire, at least in our auction league. <laughs> but the FanDuel stuff is running out, so we have to. It's time. Uh, I have a I have an announcement to make, which I I was hoping I no, it's not. I'm not. I, I didn't shouldn't even say it's an announcement. It's a defense. Are you retiring? No, okay. no, that was okay, week good. two. Okay. No. Okay. Uh, it's more of a defense, and I might need to look at the camera for this one because a lot of you out there, and I didn't think I needed to explain. The obvious. Quite a few of you out there used a great clip put out there from the Extra Points podcast network. Used a clip of me talking about Baker Mayfield as my must as my must have for the weekend last week. We recorded the show on Wednesday, right. and at that point in time against the Raiders, I stood by that. But to hit me with that. Uh, on Sunday night and Monday morning and say the whole nice pick. Oh yeah. Like the eyes emoji guys. Do yeah. we all know that injuries and weather negate anything said on a Wednesday, Thursday or Friday, please don't make me have to defend myself. Uh, and maybe I shouldn't even have to, but I'm looking at all of you. Look at the obvious. Okay. Buffalo. And I'm saying that because that's my play this week. And I might make Stefan Diggs my must have. And I, it's Buffalo. If it snows, that all changes. So let's not have to go over obvious stuff. Okay. There's a good chance in Buffalo it can snow like it did in Cleveland last week. I believe me, I saw it firsthand. So that being said, I wish you good luck, everyone out there. It's getting down to the wire here. Jen, 
You got 97 leagues. I'm sure you're going to what? You're going to win two championships this year? How many? How? What's the over-under for you where you'll be disappointed? Like, what's the number of championships versus two? I want to win two. Yeah, I want to win two. Um, I have one that is a professional league that I'm very high in that's very important to me to try to win, but it would be very difficult to win because it's like 2,000 teams. I'm num- ranked number 11 right now. Whoa. Um, which is really great, but it's all it's pros like it's so I don't know that that will stay I would love to take down that league but that will be a lot of work and and also luck I mean there's luck involved in this right just like we were talking about with the Dallas Cowboys you could have drafted well or you could have drafted OBJ and that was a great draft but he's injured so you have to take that um and I really want to win our auction league Jerry and then there's a few other leagues I'm competitive in too but uh I really want to win our auction league you want to we'll set the over under the FanDuel Sportsbook will set the over-under at okay. one point at one and a half. One and a half, okay. And I'm going under. As of right now, from what I've seen from you through eight mm-hmm. and a half weeks, I'm picking the, the over on that for sure. Although the only I the only bit of information, I still, I will still to the day, unless something crazy changes, I will argue for that trade until the season is over until something you absolutely could end up right about this there's no question about it i don't feel great about it today there is no tell that's true but i still feel like in that moment with the information i had it still was the right play and we'll see how the team does you were giddy you got zeke elliott you were giddy you were were like i got zeke elliott i don't even care about anybody i'm so excited i'm so excited i got zeke elliott by the way what's going on in the game right now is Devontae adams absolutely going off i have not seen any (laughs) update look Devontae adams has been going off for two weeks but don't get it twisted he could easily take the night off tonight that does tend to happen uh no he has three catches 51 yards and a touchdown He's a yeah, monster. This, he should just be having a, a monster game. Tonight. Is he officially no the best? Re, is he the best receiver in football? Right, yeah, yeah. I know well, that I mean, fluctuates, that, but he's in such a situation that makes him. I mean, there right. is no other threat on the team. Like what Marquez Valdez Scantling? No, I mean there is no. It's only him. So there's. I don't know of another receiver. I mean, maybe Allen Robinson. There's really nobody other than Allen Robinson. <sighs> right, but you other can't than compare. That, there's other threats. Well, I mean, Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, so there's two guys. There's Calvin and Julio. There's Godwin, Evans, AB. You know, like, but there's But wouldn't you think they'd be doubling him? him? Like, wouldn't you think that... I get that logic. Like, he's going to get the yeah. looks. He's going to get the targets. But wouldn't you think, okay, we have to take away well, Devontae Adams? Well, every once in a while, he has a dud of the game. He's had a dud game already well, he's now year, three But weeks. it doesn't matter because he... Exactly. I think it's his so sixth they, touchdown in... Two and a half weeks, I yeah. think. Yeah. No, he's a monster. Monster. Oh, I, monster. I love it. I love it. No question. All about right. It. Well, Jen, thank you very much. Good luck going into the weekend. Let's let's text and let's let's really try to be let's really try to help each other out and get get I, I would love to see you win the waiver wire contest. And uh let's just get one of us through. And to you out there, get your lineups in. It closes fast. And uh, look forward to talking with you guys on Twitter. And we will see you Sunday night for the uh, for the recap. And I'm hoping we're smiling at that point. All right. Thank you, Jen. Thanks, everybody.